This is a story that I don't want to tell you. This story is full of villains and has no heroes. This is a story in which not a single person does the right thing. Everyone sins. And sins are responded to with sins until the non-hero, who is the focus of this devotion, dies horribly. See, I spoiled the ending already. That's how much I don't want to tell this story. But that's exactly why I'm going to force myself to tell it to you. In the days when Israel had no king, a young woman was taken for a concubine by a Levite from Ephraim. The young woman was unfaithful to the Levite in the way that requires sex with someone else, and she ran away to her parents' house in Bethlehem. The Levite went after her in order to bring her home, and she invited him into her parents' home, and he enjoyed their hospitality for several days. Each time the Levite tried to leave, his concubine's father convinced him to stay and eat and drink. When he and the concubine finally did leave, they had to peel themselves away from her father's hospitality and got a late start on their journey. They made it to Jerusalem, called Jebus at the time, but the Levite didn't want to stay in a non-Israelite city. They pressed on and arrived at the Benjamite city of Gibeah after sunset. The recovered concubine and the Levite and their servant were prepared to sleep in the city square, but an old man coming from the fields persuaded them not to. He brought them to his house and was hospitable to them. While they were enjoying his hospitality, some of the inhabitants of Gibeah, who had been hoping the Levite would stay out in the open and be easy prey for them, decided to surround the house and demand that the old man hand over the Levite to them so that they could rape him. The old man implored them to change their minds and offered his virgin daughter and the Levite's concubine to them as alternatives. They wouldn't listen, so the Levite sent his concubine out to them alone. They raped her to death. The Levite got up in the morning to continue his journey, found the concubine lying unresponsive on the doorstep, put her on the donkey, rode home, cut her body into twelve pieces, and sent a piece to each of the twelve tribes of Israel. The other tribes of Israel responded by going to war against Benjamin. I told you I didn't want to tell you the story. But I also told you that I was going to force myself to tell it to you anyway. Here's why. There's something the author Margaret Atwood said once in a radio interview that has been distilled in other media and comes out something like this. Men are afraid women will laugh at them. Women are afraid men will kill them. I don't want this story to have happened, but it did. I don't want this kind of thing to be possible, but it is. I don't want to tell this story, but I have to. I have now forced myself to, because I am not afraid of this kind of thing happening to me. So it takes effort for me to remember that it can happen, that it has happened, that it does happen. There are so many differences between men and women, and the Bible is one of the few books that acknowledges those differences honestly. Some of those differences the Bible champions because they are beautiful details about the way God has made us. 
Some of those differences the Bible warns us about because they are so often exploited to sinful ends. Some of the differences between men and women are both beautiful and exploitable. The differences that are exploitable make us afraid in different ways. As a young white man, I don't naturally feel the fear that comes naturally with being different from me. It takes effort, unpleasant effort, that I don't want to put in just to imagine the fear of being old, the fear of being black, the fear of being a woman. Here's why that effort is worth it, though. Here's why I force myself to imagine. Here's the value in telling stories I didn't even want to hear in the first place. And it's not because it makes me a better person. It might, I don't know, it doesn't matter. The real value in it is in seeing a little clearer what Jesus did. He's God. No fear comes naturally to him. And he took on all of it. And he killed it for us. And as a man imagining the fear of being a woman in a world where the kind of thing that happened to the concubine of Judges 19 still happens too often, which is to say that it happens at all, I might wonder whether or not her story is worth retelling just to make guys like me slightly better people. Is her getting raped to death balanced out by me learning something from it? Absolutely not. It's not balanced out by anything because sin cannot get balanced out. It's never undone. It's never okay. The only thing it can be is either punished or forgiven. And I'm naturally very afraid of it being punished. And I'm so completely amazed that it was forgiven. It doesn't seem like the kind of thing that is possible. But it is. She was forgiven. Lots of things shouldn't have happened to her. There are things she shouldn't have done. None of it can be undone. None of it is okay. All of it was punished in Jesus. All of it was forgiven. The thing she may well have feared most in life happened to her. Men killed her. And then her fear was gone. Not undone, not okay, but gone. Knowing her story, imagining her fear, hoping she knew she was forgiven, none of that makes the story more bearable. But it's worth it, only if it turns us from what we're afraid is possible to what we are amazed is. From fear to Jesus.
You and I are dust and breath, loved by God, bought by Jesus. This podcast is written and produced by me, Ethan Cherney, a Wells pastor serving our Savior Lutheran Church in Pomona, California. Get in touch on Facebook at Dust and Breath Pod, on Twitter at Dust Breath Pod, or by emailing dustandbreathpod at gmail.com. Outro music arranged and performed by Mr. Peter Shawey, who is like the feet of a deer. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you could leave a review in iTunes or just share an episode on social media, I'd really appreciate it. It's the only way other people can find the show. Now, go do what God made you to do. Be who God called you to be. Go see what God can do with dust and breath and faith in Jesus, his son. Mm -hmm.